The Week 4 Contest Bombs edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Given Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without stress. Use promo code SFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download Game Time app. Use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Fantasy Pick'em College or NFL and win up to 20K in one game. 20 times in one game, not 20K. Don't listen to me. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away 100K. Now that's a K. Okay. Use promo code SGPN on Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Also brought to you by VEASAN. Sign up now. Get 40% off your football season special when you use promo code SGP. That's VEASAN.com backslash subscribe promo code SGP. And finally, brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HallofFameBets.com, HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And with that, we will do a theme song music thing that makes this show official. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the Bottom Line Bobs. I am CJ Sullivan, your host, The Man in the Box. Yes, sir. It is Thursday, September 28th. I don't know why I say the dates. Just say the dates. You're looking at the date. You're probably looking at the date right now somewhere as you're listening to it or watching me. But welcome anyway. People call me with the time. And it's one call you up. It's 1245. Yeah, I know. Everything's documented. Robots control us all. No need to tell me the time. That's an old dad trick, you know. They would do that. They would, uh. All right, it's three o'clock my time, meaning it's, uh, one o'clock your time four o'clock your time are you in the middle of the ocean dads and time zones am i right anyway uh big show today of course it is week four already wow wrapping up the first quadrant of the nfl season so we'll give out uh for the circuit contest this is the contest edition i'll give out five more bombs we're not gonna we're not gonna hit the first quadrant they pay out in fours the first four weeks. We did good. We're nine, five, and one. Take that. Pretty good record. Not good enough for money, but in the contest. And we'll have a survivor contest. Even though my personally lost a survivor, I gave out plenty of survivors. Gave out Kansas City. So we're still alive. Hopefully you guys uh Listen or didn't listen. And, and of course, we will have a man in a box segment. So, but first, as always, now, as always, tradition, welcome who do watch live here on the C block. This is a little bit early. I know it gets confusing. The C block starts at noon, Mondays and Thursdays live. You got me, CJ Sullivan, the bottom line bombs, man in the box. And also, Picks Dundee, the college show. I, I'm on that on Mondays and Thursdays. We do bombs down under because he's the Australian thing and I do bombs. Bombs down under. Uh, usually it starts with him, college first and pro right after 12 then one thirty. but he's got a little thing with the wife being pregnant and the doctor and the whole, the whole shebang. So he's, we're going to do college after the bottom line bombs. We're, we're, we're still in the C. You're still in the C block. You're still in it. We're just reversing it. We're flipping it around. We're back it up, smack it up, rub it down. Oh no. The girl is going to do me. That was always weird that Belba DeVos someone goes, smack it up for a bit, rub it down. Oh, no, the girl's gonna do- are you scared? Oh no, the girl's gonna do me. What are you what are you scared of, Michael Bivens? Hmm? Talk a lot, of, talk a big game over there with your Jimmy's, your Jimmy Johns. Jimmy Johns. Back back kids back in our day, we used to call condoms Jimmy's. Make sure you have a Jimmy hat for your Jimmy. Your Jimmy Jam. And now, now it's a now it's a sandwich shop. But anyway, uh, point is there is no point. Point is I just I'm, I'm watching live listeners leave my show. I'm I'm walking the room on YouTube. 
Not, not afraid to do that. I did a show last night in Laguna Beach. Boy, they get fucking hammered down at the OC. Woo! Had a nice day, though. Went down there early, took in the beautiful sights, and then uh, did a show for a bunch of real housewives and real Botoxes and martinis and whatnot, and everyone is fucking yowzers. A lot of dining outside. It's a dining outside area. The Laguna Beach and your OCs. They like to dine outside. And there's parrots flying around. It's just, it's just a fantasy land. Who knows where anyone gets their money out down there? They didn't give it to me. I know that. Anyway, let's get into, like I said, it's tradition is, so now that we are doing the show, since there is a lot, since there's a game tonight, the Thursday night football bombs, for people who are watching live, I'll give that out right now. So you can rush to the window. And by rush to the window, I mean open up a new window in your browser. Open up a Chrome or a Safari or a Brave. <laughs> People are always trying to get me to, yeah, they try to get you to switch your internet browsers, but I can't. Chrome has me by the balls. They have all my passwords. I can't quit you, Chrome, because you won't let me. I don't know what these passwords are. Only you know. So, sorry, Safari. Sorry, sorry, Safari. Sorry, Charlie. Um, anyway, real quick, tonight the game is Green Bay, Detroit in Lambeau. Is Detroit is favored by two. Lines 45 and a half is the total. Uh, first time the Lions have been favored in Green Bay since 1986. With, you know, the Packers quarterback being healthy and all. No no Matt Flynn. No Matt Flynn game. Oh, remember that? When Matt Flynn threw six touchdowns in a meaningless game and then uh, Seattle gave him like $100 million. And they're like, whoops, that was a mistake. Then they lucked into drafting Russell Wilson late and he got, turned out to be good. Anyway, that was fun. Um, tonight's game, Green Bay, Detroit. Everyone likes Detroit. Thursday games are tricky. I don't want to give out. I don't like to go too crazy with these. Um, I do like the under primetime game. We'll give that. We'll give that out. Forty-five and a half primetime games are nine and two. Last eleven to go under. Thursday short week. It's oh, it's just a fucking money grab. But you know, thir- watching. Th- Listen, I watch the Thursday night games. I'm not saying I don't. I just feel dirty watching them because you know these players are just going putting through the fucking ringer. And it's just a money factor. I mean, they're like, yeah, let's put them. <laughs> I mean, just to have an Amazon Prime deal. These guys, you're not supposed to play three days after you just play an NFL game. You're supposed to have that full week. And if not, I mean, that's why it's hilarious. Anytime they try to adjust it, like a uh, kickoff rule for safety, really. Are you really concerned about safety, NFL? Yeah, we're also going to have you guys play triple headers because uh, Tubi gave us a contract. Peacock says we want you to play on Wednesday mornings. They have a time slot open there, so go ahead and get in get in the van and show up and play and shut up. Anyway, so we'll take the under 45 and a half bomb that. And you know what? It's weird. Uh, everyone's on Detroit tonight. I don't have too much of analysis. Uh... But I, I, I'll take the Packers at home just to be contrarian. Money line plus 115 to bomb that. They've had injuries. Christian Watson's supposed to be back. His, his, you know what? I, I want to play that too. Christian Watson's back. And his over-under is only 39 and a half. That seems pretty low. Let's bomb that over. So there you go. There's three bombs for you. For the Thursday night game, for everyone who's watching live on YouTube, because by the time this goes out, it's way too late. There's nothing more embarrassing than uh, having picks for games, and the games have already occurred when by the time you listen to it. And then if they're wrong, you're like, well, why the fuck am I listening to any of this shit? I'll tell you why, because I bring the picks with bits, okay? I'm the, I'm the analog man, the man with the paper and the passion. They're for tobacco use only. But then he pulls out, and and it's just hard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I hit the Troy Aikman there. Troy Aikman, uh, speaking of the primetime games, he was doing the Monday night game down there in Tampa Bay there, Buck, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, and uh, he was saying uh, a lot of Eagle fans down there just giving them shit. 
walking the streets. That must be fun. Must be a fun existence. As a Philly fan, I uh, I mean, I laugh about it because I believe it. It's 100% true. But also, come on. <laughs> Everyone go, fuck you, Dallas. All right, I'm 65 years old. All right? I'm a Hall of Famer. Just doing my job as an announcer. Fuck you, Troy. It's just fun to say, fuck you, Troy. In our defense, it's fun to say, fuck you, Troy Aikman. That's a fun thing to say. And to mean it, you know? Just fuck Troy Aikman. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Troy Aikman's great. He's still too great. That's a problem. He's chiseled. His name's Troy for crying. Who the fuck is named Troy? Are you a Greek guy? Like, oh, the, the Emperor Troy and my chariot. Troy Aikman will lead us to the promised land. Why am I going off on Troy Aikman? I have no idea. Oh, because of the night games. Anyway, those were the bombs for the Thursday night game. We have a good show tonight. Out today. The game is tonight. For the weekend, the NFL contest, circuit contest, which lines we'll be using when I come back. I'll give out five detonated bombs for the weekend for you to get into. Hopefully, we can improve upon our record and a survivor. And then, of course, a man in the box. But first, let me tell you about game time. Game time is the new ticket app, you know, when you to, uh, Get the day of the game to get all the stress out of your tickets. Ticket purchasing, if you will. Let's say you wanted to go to Laguna Beach last night and see a comedy show uh, headlined by the man in the box himself, C.J. Sullivan. You try to go in advance and get it, and it's, it's all kinds of chaos. They don't want you to log into an account and the whole thing. Well, I mean, well, game time, you probably got to log into an account, too. But there's no stress. You know you're not getting ripped off. You're not going to go see some uh, some poser. And they are posers down there at OC. I, I wore a yellow sweatshirt, like a hoodie, my car, which I was wearing the other day here. I'm like, ah, this will be my beach look. You know, I'll blend in with the bro, bras down there. And they're all bras. Took a nice walk by the water. And this guy comes up to me. He's like, uh, have you seen any nice sets out there? I guess he was talking about the waves. Can he sets on look gnarly. I'm like, what? what the fuck are you talking about? Do I look? Am I giving off Jonah Hill vibes? Is that what's going on? So you would think I would know the answer to that question? You think I'm a fucking. Anyway, uh, so what will you do instead of that? This is an ad for game time, by the way. You get game time app. You look it up, look up the CJ Sullivan in Long Beach. You get the tickets right there. Last minute, good price. Hell, if you ask me, I'll get you in for free and I'll, uh, or give me 10 bucks, throw them back and I'll pocket it with my drink tickets. It's the fastest growing ticket app for a reason. So just snag your tickets, download the Game Time app, use the code SFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code SCFBX for $20 off. Did I say SF? I meant CFBX. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Also, Underdog Fantasy. Has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. From now until October 4th, my birthday, Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to $500. That's pretty good. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. These, these are fun. It's a total of $2 million in prizes all season long. one hundred k in prizes this week. Ten k to 10 people this week. New sweepstakes every week in the NFL season. Like an Underdog player like tonight, Christian Watson. Over the fucking uh, 39 and a half. I mean, that, that thing's going to be done with by the first quarter. They're going to feed him early. So when you sign up, use promo code SGPN. Underdog will double up your first deposit of up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And with that, we are back with the bottom line bombs. And JC from KC, good to see you here. You've always got a bomb when you come into the ticker. What's up, C-Generates, he says. Yeah, what is up, C-Generates? Come on in. I know. Thank you for coming on in here. I love, always love to see the C-Generates blow up the chat room, as they say. You are in the C-Block. We're just flipped it around. College will be at me and Colby will be after this. He had to run around town because he's got the old pregnant wife situation. I don't know if I'm supposed to reveal that or not. Uh, <laughs> but I did. Either way. Was that breaking news? Did I break the did I, did, did Dundee? Did I break the Dundee? There's gonna be a daddy Dundee. Nope, that's it.
are making news. All right. Let's do with that. Let's get into the circuit contest and detonate some bombs. Like I said, we are nine, five, and one on the season. Not bad. Obviously, it's a profit. Not good enough for uh, contest money for the first quarter, but it's okay. We're we're staying steady. So we got to keep hitting these things and see what happens. Um, but as of now, yeah, you're right. Call me having a music kit. You're right, JC. I will I will definitely hit that up. And that is uh that's right. Picks Dundee having a kid. Showtime my homes. <laughs> he also has to drive the wife around town for multiple doctor's appointments. Showtime, my homes. <laughs> that is fun. That just gets you excited no matter what. All right, let's get into the bombs. Now, with that, let's build on this 9-5-1 record. Let's give out five winners. Picks with bits for tobacco use only. So this game, I'm going to start right off with the game of the week in my mind. This is the game I'm most excited for, and I might even go to. I'm thinking about going to this game live. And that, of course is Denver at Chicago. <laughs> I will be in Chicago this weekend, see generates If anyone wants to come out there, come see me at the Laugh Factory tomorrow night, Friday night, and then Lincoln Lodge all weekend. Uh, doing, uh, they're doing a comedy fest out there. I'll be on a panel talking about a book. The, uh, the book, uh, The Perfect Amount of Wrong, I think it's called, about the Chicago comedy scene in the early 2000s. A lot of famous people. Anyway, I don't need to get into that. Let's get into this Denver. Let's get into the Denver Bears game. I want to go to this game because this game is a disaster. This is what the Bottom Line Bomb show is all about. We do picks with bits. We look for the comedy or the narrative in these picks. And this one's got everything. Denver and Chicago. Denver Broncos. They're bad. They are lost by 50 points last week bad. But they're not as bad as the Bears. How often do you see a team lose by 50, which you don't at all, and then they're favored on the road the next week by three and a half. We can't, you get threes out there, but the con, we got to go by the contest lines, and it's three and a half. I don't even care. We're going to lay the three and a half with Denver in Chicago. It seems insane. There's a lot of competition. You have uh, Vance Joseph, the defense coordinator for Denver, who is amazing that he has a job. But this he, he does have a defensive coordinator. I think he can outcoach this week, and that is nobody. The Bears have nobody as their defensive coordinator because he had he got tied up in uh, bike shop things, if you know what I mean. You don't know what I mean. We brought that up. That, that's the different strokes uh Code language for pedophile when they had a special episode. I mean, come on. We don't know if that's true. There's, there's a lot of rumors going around, FBI's, and the Bears are. This is what I love about the Bears. See, the Broncos are bad. And that was very embarrassing. So they should bounce back. But they, they at least put some efforts in there. They're winning at one point versus Washington. They should have beat the Raiders. And they got smoked by a freight train and they quit against Miami. So they will bounce back. Now, when Chicago, they're just a team that's bad, though. You know, they don't bring the entire city down with it. Chicago, the Bears, they are on DEFCOM as someone in the athletic theater. They're on DEFCOM White Sox level. They are fucking abysmal and everything is just falling apart. They had a press conference two weeks ago. So we had Justin Fields come out and say he doesn't like when coaches coach him. It makes him think too much. I just like to run and throw. Uh, that wasn't a good sign. And then the defensive coordinator quit because uh, he had to resign because the FBI was kicking down his door. Also not a good sign. So we're like, man, this place is a dumpster fire. So then in the Bears, what they did to uh, calm everyone down is they had a press conference announcing that they're not a dumpster fire. Just wanted everyone to know that we are not shit. We're okay. We're not. Uh, everything is not falling apart. Just having, you know, one of those standard middle of the week, everything's fine here at press conferences, you know, like other teams do. 
I'm sure Kansas City had one last week too before they played us, right? Did they have a? Did they have a? Don't worry, the sky is not falling. Press conference? No, they didn't. They just did their business. Oh well, okay. Everyone teach their own, I guess. Denver's got a bad defense. I think they will bounce. They're funny because they were an elite defense last year, but Russell Wilson was just so bad. And they're like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. That's too much work. We Why are we busting our asses to fucking have Russell Wilson say, let's ride and score 10 points? This year, Russell Wilson's not that bad. Sean Payton's actually doing some kind of things with him. If you look at, if you look beyond the horrendous 50-point loss and, and giving up 70, which I couldn't, I mean... Like I said on Monday, I didn't even know you're allowed to give up. I didn't even know you're allowed to score 70 points in the NFL. I thought a reset after 50 or something. And in regulation, just handing it off. Pop Warner style. But um, So I think they'll bounce back from that. And the Bears, they're so bad. They got smoked out by the Packers. Kansas, the only reason why Kansas City didn't score 70 on them is because they fucking benched everyone after the third quarter. So just the tragedies. And now you got the White Sox falling apart. You have the Cubs falling apart in Chicago. Like, they love playing. I mean, it's just, it's not good there. And this is a perfect, I mean, and what I do also love about this game, the stakes are so high. Because there will be multiple firings for whoever loses. And they're just going to play like, oh, I can't. Maybe they should come into a, like a bond or something. Like, all right, let's, can we tie? Can we just, like, I can definitely see a tie happening. But it won't. I mean, there is value with the Bears, I guess, getting points at home versus a terrible Denver team. But no. I mean, this is historic. Anytime you see a world falling apart, you hop on and you laugh and you enjoy the ride. So let's just fade these Bears as much as possible, even if it means taking the Broncos on the road minus three and a half. Bomb it. Next game, we have Cleveland at Baltimore. Divisional muckety-muck AFC North Art Modell Bowl. Do people even talk about the Art Modell shit anymore? This line is two and a half, according to the circuit contest lines that came out this morning. Um, Cleveland favored. It's kind of rare to see Cleveland doing what they're doing, but their defense is legit. They have Jim Schwartz there. Jim Schwartz, that's where he needs to be, in a fucking blue-collar, run-down Midwest city. You put him in those premier jobs, he's not good. But when he just blitzes like crazy. And Baltimore's still banged up. I know they're supposed to get healthy this year week with the O-lineman, but I'm not buying it. And this is a little personal for Baltimore from last week with the fucking... with that uh, survivor losing to the Colts. We're going to go with Cleveland minus two and a half. And I, I used to, I used to narrate, narrate, <laughs> dictate, participate, hominate that Cleveland Browns, they usually get good things and then they get taken away from them. But I think so last, so it started off the season, they, they hammered the Bengals and then they lost at Pittsburgh on Monday night and then they lost Nick Chubb and they bounced back and they dominated Tennessee and Tannehill. So I think they're building this up again. So now they're going to, now I think they're going to beat Lamar. Who's a, who they're a little injured, a little wobbling. They're coming in. The offense was supposed, that was funny too. They, they're supposed to change the entire offense this year, the Ravens and make them throw the ball. And then as soon as things went bad, like, all right, fuck it. Lamar, just run around Lamar, run and save us. Will you? Can you do, can you, can Lamar, you know, remember that whole thing we were talking about that scheme? Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, just do that thing you do that no one else can do. How about that? That's when we'll all act like we designed this thing up and get paid for it. Um, but that being said, uh, I think this Browns defense is for real. They're gonna they're gonna build this up even a little more. Get get to a fervor. There's a buy after this. Anytime you go into a divisional game with a buy the next week, their teams are very good with that record. I don't know. There's a trend. There's a stat. You don't come to me for stats. You come to me for picks with bits. So let's do it. Cleveland Brown and the Elves minus two and a half. Our second one, Bob it. Two favorites, Chicago and. I mean, Denver, Cleveland. Jesus, what is wrong with me? I need to get a dog in there. And we're going to get a dog. 
This way, this cue to my cue to my dog. Dog. Cue the old dog. <coughs> Time to get some dogs, because you have to have a dog. And we're gonna go to Washington, Philly, my Philadelphia Eagles, who looked good on Monday night. Their defense did. I'll tell you what, their defense looked amazing. Also, speaking of Cleveland, a lot of it though was going against Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, every year, the same thing happens with Baker Mayfield. He's thrown away. No one likes him. Then he beats on bad teams. Then he's pumped up as like the scrappy underdog who's in him against the world. Ah, Baker. And then he plays a real team and gets his shit kicked out of him again. And it just go, it repeats in the circles. So now you got Philly, whose defense looked great, but it was against Baker Mayfield. Come back home off a Monday night win, short week. They were in New England week one. In a storm. They're in uh then they had a Thursday night game versus Minnesota short week. Then they had a long rest, but then there was in that swamp down in Tampa Bay, the the, the Mecca of strip clubs and air conditioning and neon. Um then they played Baker. Now they come back on a short week at home. So I don't think it's a great spot for Philly. The line is eight. It's a big line. Washington, they got blown out by Buffalo last week, but it wasn't as bad as it looked, to be honest with you. I mean, they didn't look good. But it wasn't like 30 nothing. It all happened at the end with turnovers and whatnot. And this is a game, traditionally, like Houston goes to Jacksonville and wins. That's just what they do. It doesn't make any sense. It just makes NFL sense. Every year, Washington goes to Philly, and they either win or they play them tough. It makes no sense. Is Philadelphia better? Yeah, of course. Does that mean anything? No. It's the NFL. That's not what the script's all about. And now that the writer strike broke... Strider strike broke. Uh, like these commanders, the dogs come in plus eight because it makes no sense. It's just this is what Philly does. Um, <laughs> Eric Terman, who is a Washington fan, says terrible offensive line. Yes, they have a terrible offensive line, and that's not a good recipe. When you're playing a great defensive line like Philadelphia. But this is what happens. Philly fucking falls flat on their face. These Washington home games. You've done the McNabb revenge games coming. Just just gross games. Last year, that was like the only game Philly lost. Was that Monday night at home? It makes no fucking sense. So sometimes you just got to. And it's it's just the way these dogs are. Dog. We're going to bomb out. Washington Commanders. Plus eight is our dog. Speaking of commander dogs. You see Joe Biden's dog? His name is dog's name, Commander. He bit a Secret Service agent the other day. That's the 11th time that's on the books that Joe Biden's dog, Commander, bit a Secret Service agent. It's a fucking German shepherd. That's my old shit. Ah, we're going to give him more training. Don't worry. Every time he bites a secret service, sometimes they're going to the hospital. These fucking things. Like, we're going to give him new protocol, new training protocols. Literally, I mean, if there's not much of a metaphor trying to teach an old dog new tricks coming from Joe Biden, not that I'm political, but I mean, he's old for crying out loud. He's never going to give up his fucking dog. They'll put down the Secret Service agent before they put down fucking old commander. And in this country, they'll probably back him. Let me see this real quick. Commander's been involved in 11 biting incidents at the White House. At the White House and in Delaware. November 22, there was an incident. An officer was hospitalized. They clamped down on the arms and thighs. Jesus Christ. White House officials say, don't worry. Bidens are working through new training and leashing protocols for the family. Oh, okay. No problem. We're going to train it. Good God. I'm sure the 12th one won't happen. It's not like there's a pattern here. I mean. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to give him better training. Come on. Come on, Commander. I'm not going to do a Biden impression. Come on, Commander. We talked about this. I love when dog owners 
have try to have human conversations with their dogs. Commander, what did we say? What did we say about biting Secret Service agents? We discussed this, didn't we? Oh, he doesn't remember. Oh, Commander, you know, Commander is in one dog ear out the other. Also, he doesn't understand human language or words. You know how dogs are. They're animals. And you need to train it with action, not fucking dialogue. Commander, what do we say? He doesn't do that. Commander doesn't do that normally. Well, first of all, Commander does do that. Commander did it 11 times. It's never reassuring when an owner tells you that the dog normally doesn't do that. One, you're lying. Two, I don't give a fuck what his normal pattern is. It's, it's doing it right now. It's biting my shorts like I'm the goddamn copper tone, baby. Ripping my trunks off. Get Commander to fuck off me. Commander, we don't do that, do we, Commander? Do we? No, we do. It's doing it. It's doing it. Anyway, so that's my Washington pick. <laughs> How did I get into that? Because that, that, that pissed me off 11 times. Because always people have these dogs, they bite them, and they're like, ah, oh, we'll put them down, and they just don't. Oh, man. Anyway. All right, let me get to some ad reads. When we come back, we'll I got two more bombs and a survivor pick, and then, of course, a man in a box. But first, let me tell you about VEASAN. We are brought to you by VEASAN. Sign up now. Save 40% off a of football season special when you pro use promo code SGP. VEASAN.com backslash subscribe promo code SGP. Um. Sean and Ryan are in a contest, actually, to go. They go head to head with all the VEASAN shows. See who sells the most subscriptions. And the winning show gets a $1,000 Super Bowl future ticket. That's pretty fun. And Sean and Ryan are going to give it back to you guys. So if they win, they don't just keep the ticket. They get you guys a part of the ticket. So you guys get to ride a, uh, you get to sweat a bet, a Super Bowl future ticket, a $1,000 ticket. That's pretty fun. It's pretty easy. You just go to, S you go to VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. Use promo code SGP to sign up. Go to sportsgivenpodcast.com backslash VSIN and just submit your proof of purchase. And if they win, you get to vote on what team to use the $1,000 Super Bowl future ticket on. If that hits, you get an equal piece of the action. Go to VSIN backslash subscribe. Use promo code SGP. Also, Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter NFL season Hall of Fame bets. Sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer with historical stats. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGP to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. You stop betting in the dark. You know? They help you with your parlays and everything. We are back on the bottom line bombs at the minute 33 and 50 seconds. I'm saying that out loud so I could document it because we're doing live the way I do live ad reads. Um, thank you, everybody, by the way, who is watching on YouTube. Part of the C block. I see more people are filing in. Make sure you hit the like button down below. The thumbs up. It doesn't count unless you like it. I don't even care if this goes in your ears. Not, it means nothing unless I'm liked. Verify me. Validate me. <laughs> like I said, you don't even have to really like it. Just hit it. Just hit the fucking thumbs up. Anyway, um, that VEASAN contest, by the way, that website, I know I kind of breezed through that ad read. I'm a member of that website. It's actually, it's really good. It gives all the betting splits, a lot of picks. It's a gambling network on Vegas. They have a TV network. We do a show there every Friday night on, on their studio. They have a TV studio inside the Circus Sportsbook. I've been a guest there a couple of times, and, and uh, it's fun. And, we, and we're tackling these goddamn VEASAN hosts and their high and mighty thrones, your hoops, your, your Mitch and Paulies. We're coming after you. Bob, 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 Mitch, I tell you, Mitch. I don't even know the impression. I like, I like the show. Oh, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Hmm. Put a little, sprinkle a little pizza money on the Blue Jays, not to make the playoffs. Anyway, um, I'm an amazing impersonator, by the way. I, I do incredible impressions. 
I take after Rich Little, who you can see at the Tropicana Laugh Factory at 2 p.m. <laughs> I was just talking about that when I did the Scott Bowser uh, podcast. Shout out to Scott Bowser's. We went through the casinos. I'll talk about that at the end, though, and the hacking. And uh, we bought Tropicana. I saw Rich Little at 2 p.m. Rich Little, he does like a 2 p.m. show, which, of course, because he's like 90. He still does impressions. He's in his 80s, not 90. He looks good, actually, for as old as he is. And his impressions are people who are even older than him. Like he's still doing John Wayne and you know Johnny Carson. People, people, are just, everyone's just dead. And then it veers off into pro-Trump stuff, and the crowd loves it. That's what you do. And they go, and then they all go out for breakfast. I don't know. Uh, Captain Insano, welcome to the uh, chat room. He says he's coming after me like a commander after a Secret Service agent. <laughs> Only eleven times Captain Insano has has commander bitten a fucking Secret Service agent. Anyway, let's get into Let's get into the real games The two New York primetime games, baby All right We knew we had to talk about this game Kansas City versus the Jets Sunday It's Sunday night game, primetime On one of the Thousand jet primetime games that we have to suffer through since Aaron Rodgers got hurt and they booked this. They they still talk about this fucking team too. That's why I had to leave this game. And this game's got this game literally has everything. I mean, I joke that the Bears Broncos are my favorite game. This game another disaster. We're gonna we're gonna have to be. Them. I mean, you had the Taylor Swift thing, of course, which is gonna be huge. She showed up. She's showing up to the to the Jets game. She's off this month, apparently. She's going to be in the house, so that's she's, she'll be on TV the entire time. Which is a nice angle, by the way. When Trap, which we're, every time Taylor Swift is at a game with Travis Kelsey's playing, we're gonna we're gonna bet Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown because Patrick Mahomes even admitted afterwards, and Aaron Andrews asked him, "Says so if any pressure to you know give him a touchdown?" He's like, "Yeah, there's pressure." Have you seen her fans? The fucking Swifties? They'll, they'll kill me. So he's, Patrick Mahomes is terrified of these teenage girls, Taylor Swift fans. So he's going to force, Kelsey's going to score a touchdown. So you make sure you play that. That's a side note. That's just not the bomb. <laughs> um, Kelsey finally spoke out. Kelsey spoke out on his podcast. He said he wants to respect her privacy. What? Yeah, you know, she's not really on too, too much reality TV. I'm on a little bit. Shut the fuck up, Travis Kelsey. Privacy. There's not... Your whole... Whatever. Between your podcast, your reality, goddamn TV shows, your host's side of life, and Swift's having concert movies of her life, your privacy. Anyway. Too bad. No way. You don't. You have no say in this, Kelsey. There's a fun trend going on right now. Um, so it's funny that, tra- that Taylor Swift fans are coming into the NFL because you have the Taylor Swift fans, the Swifties, as Insano said, the Swiftie effect. Any Kelsey, any anytime touchdown. I mean, it's real. So you have that. Where was that? Showtime, Mahomes. <laughs> well, Hobbs terrified of these Swifties. Um, so you had the Swifty fans coming in, and they're like, "Who are these people? What's going on with football? You know, this is a gross sport." But all right, let's do it. And then you have football fans who are pissed, like, "What the fuck, man?" So there's a there's a trend on TikTok, which is kind of funny actually, where girls or women, I should say, uh, wives, girlfriends, they they troll their boyfriends or husbands by saying. Isn't it cool that Travis uh, Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map? No one knew who he was, and and the men get mad, they get upset. So it's it's pretty funny, but it's also uh, just revealing of how close these relationships are to domestic violence. These men overreact pretty hard, and they get violent and screaming, like, "What the fuck? Kelsey's one of the best tight ends of all time." It's like, "Why are you crazy, you dumb bitch?" Jesus. He's she's joking. 
And even if she isn't, calm down. There's one where this guy snaps, and she's like, she's she's laughing, like, ha ha, it's a TikTok challenge. Now, can you please tell people that you don't talk like this to me? Oh yeah, I don't usually don't. Yeah, I can see. I can tell that you're very rational, and she doesn't live in fear at all. So that's a fun TikTok trend, the old domestic violence trend. <laughs> I mean, they're going crazy for this thing. They. You know me, I've always been cynical, uh, pessimistic of ratings and numbers and where to even come up with these numbers. And they're, I think they're inventing these t Taylor Swift numbers too. Like, oh, it's up 8,000, 8 million percent to women under 14. It's like, who's calculating this shit? What are you talking about? All right, Kelsey Jersey's sold more. I can see you can calculate that, I guess. Which I don't even think people are buying Kelsey Jersey's His podcast got more downloads. That I agree with. I don't know people saying this is all for publicity. All right, maybe for him. What does she need publicity for? She's one of the most popular. She's one of the most famous people in the world. Although I do find that funny, and I, and I'm not a Taylor Swift hater, but uh, I do. People people are like, why is Taylor Swift so great? Like, you 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 can't say a bad thing about her. They'll just be like, you motherfucker. She's so, she's got a billion dollars. Okay, I get it. She's got money. And since she's not talented. But hmm, I don't know. She seems pretty annoying. <laughs> and it's very nice. I'm sure she's great. And I don't and don't tell anyone that I said that, please. Eric Turner says, I knew you were a sports ball when you walked in. Which you bring up a good point, Eric Terman. Sports writers and announcers and talking heads on ESPN and everywhere, and no matter no matter what it is, they they think they are the most clever people in the world when they do a, se a chief segment enforcing in titles of Taylor Swift songs. Oh, they think they're fucking hilarious. They can't believe how clever they are. And the Jets knew that Kelsey was trouble when he walked in, and here's your anti-hero, and, uh, I don't know. I don't know the names of Taylor Swift songs. But uh, they go through, and you know they don't know him either. They go through them. They Google them. She's the ultimate purse holder concert. Concert's packed with women and men holding purses. Um, it is kind of bizarre. I don't want to get into the whole Taylor Swift thing, but it is bizarre how she's for kids. She's for little girls. And then it's just grown and grown and grown where now the whole world just like, I feel, I feel like we have no choice. Like, okay, this is it. She's bigger than the Beatles. We just, everyone just loves Taylor Swift now. There's no choice in this matter. Yeah, I mean, some people think it's a conspiracy. Once again, Roger Goodell is an evil, evil villain genius. Remember when Goodell wanted Taylor Swift to do the Super Bowl? This is probably how they um, negotiated because the NFL is the worst. Like, yeah, do our Super Bowl. We won't give you any money, but uh, we'll give you exposure. And Taylor Swift's like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay on exposure. But you can open for me, NFL, if you want. I got a concert in Vegas coming up. Maybe you can play your little game before that. What do you call it? The Super Bowl? Yeah, play your little game. You can open up for me, and then I'll do my concert and outdraw you by fucking 50. Billion. Anyway, so... She's going to be there Sunday night. Kansas City's going to be there. Zach Wilson's going to be there. And that's what the thing. It's going to be it's going to be the last Zach Wilson game. So let's just get in on it while we can. They you know, they brought in Trevor Simeon. He's not going to be active, but he will be after this game. Zach Wilson's horrible. We all know he's horrible. The Jets told us he's horrible even though now they're saying he's not. They can't lie anymore. Everyone sees it. And this is going to be the party. The Taylor Swift concert where all Jets fans get to come in and boo and scream Zach Wilson in front of everybody. There's going to be no coming back from this. The line is nine and a half. We're going to bomb these Chiefs. Bomb it. We're giving that out as the fourth bomb of the pick. I mean, it's just going to be it's going to get ugly. Taylor Swift. No. It's going to be a great party, though. It's going to be quite a scene. 
like last week with the guy's teeth coming out. But imagine this on national TV at night where it's the only game there is on NBC. And they're just going to have to show Taylor Swift, please save this game. All we have is Mahomes. Showtime Mahomes. <laughs> Normally this would be a good basketball. And they're saying, oh, this is, but they're sick of hearing about it. You know, with Kelsey and Swift and the defense of the Jets hates, hates Zach Wilson. They're going to start doing a Denver thing soon too, where they're like, you know what? This is too much work being good at defense and having no offense. So they're going to let Kelsey and the Chiefs do whatever the fuck they want. Um, it's just going to get ugly. And they're going to be screaming for Zach Wilson's head. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be like a town cry. It's going to be, it's going to be a public flogging, a New York public flogging. Cause that's New York loves being loud and miserable and they act like they deserve better. And they don't, they don't deserve better. They deserve this. They deserve, well, they deserve the concert. So everyone's going to watch it. We're going to that. All right. Last game. Uh, f- so far to recap, we've got Denver minus three and a half. Yeah, we're taking Denver off a 50-point loss. Why not? Cleveland minus two and a half. Washington plus eight. Kansas City minus nine and a half. In the last game, we got Seattle Giants Monday night. It's a pick 'em, which I love that it's a pick 'em. Can only tie. And it could tie, but no. We're taking this is this is weird because it's a Monday night game in New York in the same stadium where the public hanging of Zach Wilson is going to happen the night before. So this is going to be a weird scene. This is going to be a funeral the day afterwards. You always have those weird the day after a storm where it's like trash is just blowing around in the wind after the day after the party, you know, but it's a dark party. It's just gross. You got to do ha- clean up and it's just like, oh, who is this for? Get me out of here. It's, it's very depressing. So while there's going to be entertaining entertainment on the Jets game with Boo and Zach Wilson and fucking flogging them, the, the Monday night game is just going to have a gross day after January 2nd feeling. You know, someone has a party and then they have the party the day after. Cause ah, we don't want our parties inter- to, you know, go on the same night. So we decided you do Saturday, Friday, you do Saturday after the first party. Like, yeah, I don't really want to do it again. One party's good enough. Even then, I wanted to cancel, but we're we're not doing two parties. So the Giants are going to host a second party, and no one's going to give a shit. Because they're losing, and they're bad, but they're not even losing in a fun Zach Wilson way. They're losing in the same old, just try hard. They're try hard. And you got Geno Smith coming back to town. I guess he used to play for the Jets in a revenge game. Either way. This is more of a tourist New York trip, you know? You see the sights. Uh, Pete Carroll can go down to ground zero and explain to them that he thinks it's all a fucking inside job and it never happened. He can give us his conspiracy theories to uh, dead firemen. That'd be a fun segment they should do. They should have Pete Carroll and Fireman Ed walking around ground zero and uh, Pete Carroll telling Fireman Ed that all of his friends are liars and that this never happened. Where's that halftime segment? That being said, we're taking the Seattle Seahawks at Pickham as our fifth bomb. bomb. All right, so that's our five bombs. Good luck. Hopefully, we'll add on to our nine, five, and one record. Hopefully, we can sweep the board because that's what you got to do in this contest. Give me your close to the fucking money. Uh, Survivor, if hope you're still in it, we gave out Kansas City last week. Jacksonville was our secondary pick. If you took that, you lost, like I did. I took Jacksonville and Baltimore. Uh, because we needed to save Kansas City for the circuit contest. But I'm another survivor contest too. So like on Bet Online's where I did use Kansas City. So we're still alive. And like I said, I want to mentally keep going to see just in case if I would have won nine million. Because I think that's that that's really good for my mental health. Where there's no gain whatsoever from it. Um but all right. This week there's a clear cut uh there's only one clear cut pick for Survivor that's San Francisco. They're playing Arizona minus fourteen. I'll definitely recommend San Francisco. Don't overthink it. You saw last week was a bloodbath in Survivor. So let's just get out of the month of September. Clean those first four. We'll take San Francisco minus 14. It's a big dog. It's a big guy, but let's just use them. Uh, other choices, Cowboys, you don't want to use. There's the Patriots. Uh, Philly, I don't trust that Philly-Washington game. I'd stay away from it. It's got the vibes of Jacksonville-Houston of last week. My secondary choice behind San Francisco, actually, it would be it's a smaller line, but I like the Chargers over the Raiders. 
Garoppolo's in the concussion protocol, so it might be a Brandon Hoyer game. Uh, what's going on with the fucking Raiders? Did you see what Chandler Jones said came out today? And he said Josh McDaniels killed Aaron Hernandez in a park. That dude's fucking crazy, and he's just doing it live on Instagram, and we're all laughing and reporting on it. Ah, Chan, they're just acting like it's a fun story. Chandler Jones confronts his neighbor and fucking says that uh, Josh McDaniels killed a tight end in a Hey, stop reporting these stories and get this man help. He's mentally unstable. He's doing shirtless Instagram lives on his driveway. Tagging LeBron James and barbecue. He's fucking. Jesus. They're acting like it's a fun story. Oh, you'll never guess what he said next. Uh, I know what he didn't say. Hey, give me my give me a refill of my prescription. Because he's not taking his meds. Somebody give him get him help. Anyway, so I like I like the Chargers also in Survivor. <laughs> Niners Chargers! Chandler Jones is losing his mind! Just kidding. Just kidding, as I say. Anyway, that's going to do it for the bombs and the Survivor. Now let's go into the box and do a man in the box. I just realized that I've been in the box the entire time. I, now I switched to the wide angle. This is the box locked in. <laughs> hey, let me go wide then for you guys. But then when I do the box segment, let me just do this. Let me turn this thing around. What was I going to talk about? I was going to talk about that dog, but I talked about the dog with the Redskins. The commanders, I mean. Um, a couple games I did not do, by the way, speaking of uh, the Jaguars who lost last week. They, everyone, like, and there's another there's a reason why I left these out of my bombs. They're minus three versus Atlanta and Europe. And the Jaguars, I, I left them out because they fall under my category of lazy handicapping that that I fall victim to, too, of course. And they, they, they love saying, well, they're playing in Europe, and Jacksonville's used to be in Europe. Atlanta's not used to be in Europe. Yeah, great. Jacksonville's used to it. You're right. They do it every year. It's a six-hour flight. What are they used to? And being just because they're used to it doesn't mean they like it. That's what they used to say about me. When I live in Chicago... Which I'll be there this weekend. Chicago, come see me. Lincoln Lodge, Laugh Factory. Um, I was complaining about the cold a lot. The people out here, my sister lives out here. She's like, yeah, you're used to it though, right? You're used to the cold weather? Used to it? You're used to it? I hate when people say that. You're used to it. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. It doesn't mean I like it. 50 Cent was shot nine times. He's used to the feeling. He gets it. He doesn't like it. But he's used to it. Maybe he likes it. Sells records or vitamin water, whatever the fuck he's selling. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Captain Insano says he hopes instead of sitting next to Mama Kelsey, she sits next to Drunk Joe Namath. Drunk Joe Namath and Taylor Swift would be pretty amazing. I want to kiss you. I got a fur coat and I want to sexually assault you, Susie Colbert. Anyway, let's get, let me get into the box. I know I wrongly did it in the box and let me do that again. Right. Anyway. Another lazy handicap. Like they said about baseball, that's like, anytime someone wins a champagne, like the Phillies clinching to clinch a playoff spot. Two days ago, and they had like beer and shit in the locker room. Like, oh, these guys are gonna be hammered. You, you bet against them, they're gonna be hung over. They won. It's, it's just a dumb angle because, yeah, they're professional athletes. Yeah, we would be hung over. We wouldn't be able to win a baseball game, but professional athletes, they can handle a few fucking beers. And then no one drinks like Mickey Mantle and those assholes anymore. They just say they're gonna, they, they, they talk a good game, is what I'm trying to say. Um, anyway. What did I want to talk about? The uh, <laughs> I, did. I, I, I That's one of my favorite things to do. I say, what did I want to talk about as I'm talking about something? I wanted to talk about that senator, too. Menendez, or whatever his name is. A Jersey, speaking of which, a Jersey senator who, uh, who won't resign. 
He's hilarious. $100,000 in cash in his pockets and suits. Gold bars. He got paid off in gold bars. How cartoonishly corrupt can you be? And then they checked his computer, and he was literally Googled, how much are gold bars worth? Where can I sell my gold bars? Do I give it to Tom Selleck? Who buys gold bars? Fucking hilarious, this guy. They took his phone. He's like, he was like, you know, texting Egyptian gangsters. I guess that's who's paying them off or politicians. And like, all right, we got you. We got guns coming for you. And they, he tweeted back like emojis. Yo, thumbs up. Dick. Oh, that was a. <laughs> That was an acorn. I don't even know why. Um, like I said, I'll be in Chicago this weekend. Sean Flanner, I do a Blackout Diaries podcast with him. I'll be doing a Blackout Diaries show, so make sure you subscribe to that as well if you can. If you like those drink, if you like those drinking stories, so I'll be going to an alcoholic city. That is Chicago. Chicago is a city full of alcoholics, but because they, they drink, they know how to drink. L.A. doesn't know how to drink. They have fun and misery. I should have talked about this during my Bears Bronco analysis. Um, but like I, I did mention with Scott Bowser, I did his podcast. Uh, we talked about all the casinos and the MGM hacking. That's just getting finished with the MG. Oh, that's why I brought up Sean Flannery. Sean Flannery also does tech work. MGM. If you haven't been watching, paying attention to Vegas hack store. It's so, it's so funny because MGM has done everything wrong that you can do. People hacked the information. They got the workers and all they did was go to LinkedIn. They got somebody's name, called a call center. Boom. Everyone's password. And they gave him some ransom, and MGM refused to pay. MGM still thinks they're involved with the mob or something. This money's insured. What are you doing? Just pay it. Caesars paid it a couple of months ago. This happens every week, these hackers, but you just don't hear about it because people either pay it or it's a company that you know you don't care about. But the latest thing that was funny, MGM put out an ad because all their shit got hacked. So now they put it out for IT guys to help them get their stuff back online. And like, okay, and they were making demands. Like it'd be a privilege to do this for MGM casinos. You have to work seven days a week, 14 hours a day, bonus if you pay a little after till the job's done. Three three weeks nonstop, then you get the job done. Like he's talking to like lazy Gen Zers or millennials, like no personal fucking mental health days. We gotta get this shit back running, and we'll pay you $25 an hour. How about that? It wasn't even that. They they offered $100 an hour, which their valet parkers get that pretty much. And Flannery, who's the IT guy, blackout there, subscribe. He said, yeah, that's not even a fraction of the rate that that would go. He's like, it's $500 an hour just for a consultant gig in that department. So keep an eye on that. I can't wait to see how MGM still thinks they're fucking with the mob. And it's, they're like, and it's fine. Everything's fine. Meanwhile, they're paying off people with a slot machine by hand with cash. <laughs> Eric Turman says, Chicago knows how to drink. LA is expensive two drinks that won't get you buzz city. Well, it's not even that. They judge you in LA with their drinks. You, you try to get a third drink at a bar in LA, the bartender's like, really? You want another one? I'm like, yeah, I do. That's how your business model works, right? I order a drink, I give you money, and you give it to me, right? That's how the business transaction. Do you not want this business to thrive? Yeah, I don't know. I just wouldn't do that if I were you. Meanwhile, Chicago, every fucking bar, no matter what time of day, it looks like they just won the World Series in there. There's pianos playing, they're screaming and singing. Hey, come on in, buddy! All right, I was going to walk three blocks, but I guess I'll go inside this bar because you're in the way. <laughs> when it's, I will say when they're in the wintertime, no one's cold. You, ha- I mean, you have to drink. There's just, there's no, there's, I would not be sober if I still lived in Chicago because you have to, to survive. Because you can't walk home. It's fucking free. You can get f- frostbite. So you have to go bar to bar. It's the only way to do it. Those are excuses of an addict, but that happens. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for the box. I am the man in the box. Uh, make sure you subscribe 
to the Bottom Line Bombs, which you're already listening to right now, on the YouTube page, like and subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on this podcast or Spotify or wherever the fuck it is, give a five-star review if you can. Um, yeah, Chicago. See Generics, if you're around, I'll be out there this weekend. I fly there tomorrow. We're going to hit our bombs. I'll be at the Laugh Factory at 7, and I'm doing the Blackout Diaries live show at the Lincoln Lodge at 10. And on Saturday... Doing a panel show at 2 p.m., then a 6 o'clock show at the Lincoln Lodge to help promote Bridenstine's book, A Perfect Amount of Wrong, about the Chicago comedy scene in the early 2000s. Uh, he wrote this book, and now everybody hates him. It's hilarious. <laughs> Mark Maron hates him. Hannibal hates him. All these people hate him. And, I, and I'm here for it. Brian calls me all nervous, and I, and, I, and I do not help. I'm not a good comforting call. I just laugh in his face. Anyway, buy the book if you want. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and give him a plug. I'll go ahead and plug Brido's book, which I'm in. Perfect amount of wrong, Mike Bridenstine, uh, because uh, people hate him for it. He does deserve that for the death threats he's getting, and it's not even that revealing. He just, you know, people like to get stuff cleared. Anyway, oh, I gotta get out of the box. Go to the white. Go to the white segment. Um, all right, that's gonna do it. This is the C block. We got the college experience show coming up next. So stay tuned right here on the Sports Game Podcast Network. Head on over to the college show. Me and Picks Dundee, the dad, the daddy Dundee to be, the daddy to be Dundee. Uh, we'll go over our bombs down under and give you underdog college plays for the weekend. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Bottom Line Bombs. I am CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. Thank you. Thank you.